Welcome to the Unapologetic Man Podcast. The only podcast that's all about self-improvement, confidence, success, women, and being a man without making any apologies for it. What is up, gentlemen? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the UMP. I really do appreciate it. Today, we are going to talk about when women act up, five pitfalls that women set out that a lot of guys will stumble into and how to deal with them. I was just looking at my calendar and I'm like, oh my hell, this podcast is dropping on Valentine's Day. I don't know about you, man, but Valentine's Day, eh, not really my thing, bro. It's like they force you to buy chicks flowers. They force you to kind of like express your interest in her and she's kind of gauging what you're going to do. So that's a tough situation. So as I'm sitting here looking at my notes, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to throw on a couple Valentine's Day situations that you guys will probably deal with tonight if you're dating a girl, but particularly if you're kind of like just seeing a couple chicks and you don't really have anything defined, how do you handle that situation when it comes to Valentine's Day? And then I'll also talk about how you handle it when you are dating a girl, when you guys are committed to each other, what you should do, because this is a pretty big test for you guys. She's seeing what you're going to do. She's seeing how much you like her based on how you behave this evening. So it's a really sticky, touchy situation. So this actually kind of pertains to what we're going to talk about today. Before we jump into the content, want to read a quick testimonial that I just got from a past client named Daniel, who recently graduated the program. Daniel, what is up, my friend? Great to hear from you. I really appreciate this. So let's go ahead and read it. Hi, Mark. I needed some time to process and fully grasp the impact your coaching program has had on my life in the few short months. My life today is completely unrecognizable and almost unfamiliar to me now due to how much I have grown. And bear in mind, fellas, this is three months that this guy says this. Three months, my three-month coaching program. My confidence has skyrocketed. I now have the confidence to talk to and date the most beautiful and amazing women that I have ever met. It is no overstatement to say that my family, friends, and others have known me for a long time and are stunned at the transformation I have gone through in such a short time. Fixing the BS in my brain that has held me back for my entire life has enabled me to set goals this year that would have literally seemed impossible and unimaginable before. Dream level stuff has become my new reality. The value that I'm able to give people is on an epic level. The guys that come out of your program are so rare that women are freaking amazed that such guys even exist. Becoming the prize, as you say in your program, is about unlocking what has already been within you all along. But you have created a process that draws that out of you and lets that blinding light within you shine through. You have truly changed the course of my life, my friend. I am so appreciative. I hope you and your family have the abundance you deserve from doing this great work. Take care, Daniel. Damn, Daniel, that was fucking... Absolutely spectacular, man. And humbly, brother, I, I really appreciate that. I appreciate you and the difference, boys, between Daniel and guys who don't get the results is he was willing to do the work. He was willing to invest himself. He was willing to move into his fears over the three months that he was with me. He did all the NLP, neuro-linguistic programming that I assigned him over the three months. It's about 15 minutes a day four to five times per week before you fall asleep at night. He did all that NLP. He did all the assignments. And yeah, man, he got the results. In fact, we put him in a situation where he's meeting a continuous stream of super fine, I'm talking literally model level chicks 
who he's now dating and experiencing. So Daniel, I'm just the street sign man pointing you up the mountain. You did the work to get there and you should smack yourself on the ass because you're a goddamn champion. For the rest of you boys listening, if you want to meet with me on a free one-on-one breakthrough session where we see if you too can get the results that Daniel got by joining my three-month coaching program, I am available to you. I will meet with you one-on-one. We will talk about you. We will talk about how to get you to the top of the mountain along with Daniel and the rest of the champions that have joined my three-month coaching program in the shortest easiest way possible. I don't know about you, but to get the power to attract women on command, literally the next girl you see who you're attracted to, the ability to go up to her and get her attracted to you on command, like you're flipping attraction hot switches in her head without her even knowing what's happening is a power that you can attain if you come join my program. I mean, I don't know how much more proof you guys need. I read testimonials on every damn episode, almost. So, you know, if you're finally fucking convinced that I can help you, I want to meet you, man. And I want you to be the next champion who I bring to the top of the mountain. And I'll tell you, the view is mighty beautiful, my friends. It's fucking awesome to have the power to make women attracted to you. Go to my website, coachmarksing.com. Click on coaching, fill in the short application. You and I will email a little bit and we'll see if you're truly ready to get this part of your life mastered. Then we will get on that free one-on-one breakthrough session together. And if you feel good about me and I feel good about you, (laughs) by condoms, my friend, your life is about to completely change. All right, gentlemen, let's go ahead and jump into those situations. So the first and most obvious one, and I see it all the time at the nightclubs, is when girls ask you to buy them a drink. What exactly should you do there? Well, most obviously, should you buy her a drink? Obviously not, unless the right set of circumstances unfold where you can justifiably do so. But dudes who just buy girls drinks to try to earn their conversation, they fail with women time and time again. Because what essentially are you doing? You're saying that you're not enough on your own, that you actually have to buy her something to warrant and justify her sitting there talking to you for five minutes. And that communicates to her that you don't feel like you're enough. So we never buy women a drink unless they quote unquote earn it. Okay. And this is how I make them earn it. So girl comes up to me. She's like, Hey, will you buy me a drink? First of all, I kind of laugh and I kind of look at her like, dude, little girl, you have no idea what the fuck you're dealing with here. Buy you a drink. Is there a mustache in Mexico? I would never buy a chick a drink. And you can tell by my reaction that I'm not going to fucking do that. So what I say to her is something along the lines of, yeah, maybe here, let's play a little game. I'll tell you what, if you win the game, I'll buy you a drink. If I win the game, you buy me a drink. Deal? And they always say deal, okay? They always say deal. So what I do is I take a dollar bill out of my wallet, and I always have some dollar bills in my wallet for the reasons of I like to give money to homeless people and also because of this, and I'm a big tipper. I like to tip the valet. I like to tip waitresses really well. I like to hook people up, and I always have cash in my wallet. So here's another reason to bring $1 bills with you. So I pull out the dollar bill, And I tell her to hold her hand just underneath the dollar bill as I hold it. You guys have probably seen this game where I'm going to drop the dollar bill. And if she can catch it with her two fingers, her thumb and her index finger, I'll buy her a drink. If she misses it, then she buys me a drink. Okay. So I take the dollar bill and I'm like, ready? Three, two, one. And then she like snaps her fingers really quick and I don't even drop it. I'm like, slow down there, girl. Like you're coming unpeeled. Okay, here we go. Ready? And then I'll drop it. And most of the time they'll miss it. Sometimes they'll grab it. 
Well, if they miss it, then boom, they buy me a drink because that was the deal. If they grab it, then I can justifiably buy them a drink because it was within the parameters of a deal that I set with her. I'm not buying her a drink to earn her conversation. I'm buying her a drink because she won a game. Now, what's cool about buying a girl a drink and or her buying a drink for you is you do get to sit there and talk to her and run your game. Run your gambits, drop value, qualify her, all the stuff I talk about in this podcast, but more specifically in my three-month coaching program, and then you can get her attracted to you. So I don't just like to say no, although sometimes I will do that, particularly when they throw out the, will you buy me a drink too early? And I can tell they just use dudes for drinks. I'll just be like, no, you want to buy me a drink? I may say that. Or I'll be like, yeah, sure, I'll buy you a drink after you buy me one. But, you know, through my majority of experience, what I like to do, boys, and I want you to really pay attention to this, is girls are going to throw challenges at you, okay, as we're going to talk about in this episode. They're going to test your boundaries. They're going to test the size of your balls. And what you have to do is reframe it on them and make it fun for them, while at the same time showing them you're not to be fucked with. And that's kind of the theme in your entire relationship is, little girl, if you work within the parameters I'm going to set for you, if you follow me and go into your femininity and let me lead as a masculine man, you're gonna have the best fucking time. You have no idea how good this experience is gonna be for you. But if you try to flex up, if you're bitchy, if you try to push my boundaries, you're gonna get fucking smoked, bro. So don't even try it. And you just have to smoke check a girl a couple of times, let her know you're not to be fucked with, in a way that kind of punishes, quote unquote, her behavior, but at the same time is a fun experience for her where she realizes, okay, this guy's not to be fucked with, I can trust in his masculinity, and then she's gonna relent and trust in you to lead her. So that's one way I do it. The dollar bill trick, great to do when they ask you to buy him a drink. All right, now number two, let's extend out that example a little bit. What if she asks you to buy her a purse? asks you to buy her clothes, a pair of boots, asks you to buy her a fucking car, a plane ticket, anything like that. What do you guys think you should do? Well, when it comes to something big like that, here's the answer, boys. Prepare yourself, get ready, no. And let it be a high quality no. Let it be a non-reactive no. Let it be a no that shows her you're not trying to buy her endearment and you are not afraid to be disagreeable. This happened to a client of mine and he's like, bro, so she asked me to buy her, I think it was a Hermes purse. And I was like, please God, please God, don't tell me you did it. He's like, hell no, I didn't do it, Mark. I've been training with you. I know what to do. I was like, no. And what happened? She sucked his dick 20 minutes later because showing a woman that you're not to be fucked with is more attractive than buying her shit. And a lot of guys don't realize this. Going back to my gold diggers slash does money matter to women podcast, it doesn't matter to women. What matters to them is your frame your ability to stand up to them and straight up say no. And if she's like, why not? I'm like, what do you mean, why not? Why would I buy you that? <laughs> are, you, are you high right now? You wanna buy, I'll buy you that. Tell you what, okay. I'll buy you the Hermes purse, which is let's say $5,000. There's a 2022 Kawasaki 450 that I really have my eyes on over at the dirt bike shop. So I'm gonna go ahead and buy you that if you buy me the Kawasaki. It's only 7,500, so it's only a $1,500 difference, but hey, I'm buying you something, so why not reciprocate that, right? And she's like, ha, ha, ha. And you're like, yeah, you see my point now? We don't just buy each other things for no reason. Perhaps if we're together and it's your birthday, that might be justifiable, but no, I'm not, I'm not going to buy you that. And listen, if that's a deal breaker, we should probably part ways right now. And she's like, no, no, it's not. And then she's kind of reprimanded. She's kind of like, yo, this dude is not to be fucked with. He's not just going to jump through my hoops, try to earn my endearment, 
blow smoke on my ass and try to buy my attention because he knows that he's enough. That's what it communicates, boys, is you know you're enough. So anytime a girl asks you to buy anything, it's no. Or you play a game like I talked about. But when it's anything big, like these chicks try to do, like buy me a purse, are you fucking high? Are you smoking a rare mixture of crack cocaine, methamphetamine, and fentanyl that is making you literally delusional right now? Because you are straight high, chick. I am not buying you anything. And now this goes into my third one. What happens when she's bitchy? She's straight up giving you attitude. Like she's literally being a bitch. This goes beyond testing your boundaries. And come to think of it, this probably warrants its own episode, but I'll touch on it briefly here. There's pushing boundaries, which is like, why are you wearing that shirt? Will you buy me a drink? Why don't you have any friends? Why do you drive that car? This, these are like tests, okay? They're called shit tests or frame checks in my coaching. But once she's straight bitchy, what I'll do is I'll turn around the car and I'll drop her off or I'll just get rid of her. I'll stop talking to her. I'll stop texting with her. She gets no response from me. When the bitchiness happens, I'm gone. I'm out like sauerkraut. I'm off like a prom dress. I disappear so quickly. It's like she pulled down her pants and there was a penis there. Okay, I am gone when she behaves like that. And I'll straight turn around the car, I'll drop her off, I'll tell her she has to go home, I'll say, hey, let's grab you a cab from whatever place we're at, and she'll be like, why? And I'm being like, dude, because you're being super negative. I don't have time for that energy. Because that's what it is, boys, it's negativity. She's trying to get a rise out of you. Now, why is she trying to get a rise out of you? Because from the majority of her experience, negative actions create positive results in her mind trying to sculpt your behavior. I want to say that again. Anytime you give in to her negativity, what you are doing is you are rewarding the negativity, telling her that it's effective with you, and that behavior will continue. It's just like childcare. If that child does something and it gets away with it, it's going to do it over and over again. Just like a child, a woman is there to test your boundaries. And those boundaries are usually tested within the first two weeks of dating her. So you need to show her straight up you're not to be fucked with. Now, as a caveat, and I say this all the time because you guys like to misinterpret what I say, you are never negative, you are never angry, you are never affected, you are never reacting to what she does from a negative place. You are simply unaffected, but just like the high quality no that I talked about when she asked you to buy her that Hermes purse, your no is without negative emotion, and it's simply showing her you don't have time to let that kind of reality into your frame. Okay, because your frame is so strong that you choose to filter out those situations that are not positive, including her being bitchy. So get rid of her. You know, I say this often, and it's not meant to be derogatory towards women. In fact, if I were training women, I'd tell them the same thing. But dealing with women as well as dealing with men is like dog training. When they do what you want them to do, they have fun, and it's a great experience. When they do what you don't want them to do, they don't have fun, and it's a bad experience. All right, now the next situation is when you're dating a girl and she starts letting herself go. And I thought of this because I had a client tell me that he's dating this hot girl and she showed up wearing sweatpants. And I've had this happen many times where I'm dating a chick and I remember this one girl particularly, super hot girl. She showed up wearing basketball pants, bro, like dude basketball pants, like and one basketball pants that were halfway between her knee and her ankle. And I was like, what the literal fuck is she wearing right there? And I straight told her, I was like, hey, listen, I know you're just trying to be comfortable and we're kicking it tonight, but I have to be completely honest with you because I think you deserve the truth. When you dress like that, I lose tons of attraction for you. Now, if you want to keep dressing like that, I totally understand, but just know that the repercussions are I lose attraction for you. Now, any women listening who get pissed off at this, let me ask you this. If a guy shows up and he's crying 
because his mom yelled at him and his boss yelled at him and he can't seem to make it in life and he's really scared and he doesn't know what to do and he just wants to hold you and cry in your lap and he hopes, he begs ladies that his tears will be lubricant for sex. Would that turn you off? You're fucking damn right it would. So don't get pissed if you show up looking like a canyon mule, wearing a goddamn moo-moo with your hair all pulled up with a five head, because you don't have a forehead, you have a five head, it's so goddamn long, no makeup on, bad breath, B.O., that we're going to get unattracted to that. A man's attraction for a woman is in her appearance. A woman's attraction for a man is how he handles himself, the frame that he leads. So if women show up wearing something ugly or they let themselves go, they fart in front of you, they burp in front of you, they do some unattractive shit, tell them that you're losing attraction for them. You may be scared. Yeah, but what if she gets mad? Fine. She gets mad, but you have to let her know the truth because boys, like I just said, if you allow behavior to slip by without reprimanding it in the right way, as I've been talking about, it's going to continue. She's not going to know that it turns you off. So you need to nip that shit in the bud. In psychology, when somebody does something that you don't want them to do, your reaction has to be quick and it has to be immediate to the point. So what we do is we say we're losing attraction for her when she does that. Her goal, hopefully, is to get you more attracted to her. So when she shows up wearing parachute pants like MC Hammer from 1995, you got to be like, yo, what the fuck's with the parachute pants? I'm not coming to your house blowing snot everywhere because my mommy yelled at me, which would be extremely unattractive. Or I don't bitch because I had to lift some heavy boxes. I don't bitch because I lost a fight. I don't bitch because my boss yelled at me. That's not masculine. So when you're behaving non-masculinely, if that's even a word, she's going to get unattractive. Well, it's the same for women. When she's dressing unattractively, you have to tell her you're losing attraction. I do this with my own girl. She knows she should wear her makeup until the moment she goes to bed. Now, some women listening again are going to get pissed. But if my woman wants to keep me attracted to her and not have a wandering eye, she would be very wise to work out, keep her diet pinned, keep the makeup on, look the best she can all the time because we're visual. When I see her in the evening and she's wearing those tight fucking yoga pants with the thigh gap and her ass looks perfect and she's wearing a tight sweater where her perfect tits are just banging and she's got her hair exactly how I want it and her eyelashes are all long and she's just super sexy looking, it gets me more into her. It really does rather than wearing her hair in a man bun with a five head, rocking around the house in a Snuggie with ice cream spilled all down the front. I mean, come on, man. We're very visual. So you straight let her know. When you do that, I lose attraction. And it's the same thing when she starts getting a little loose and out of control with her bodily functions. You're sitting there watching TV and she throws her leg up on your shoulder and farts in your face. You're going to be like, yo, sweetie, I have to be honest with you. It kind of turns me off when you do that. Could you please not do that moving forward? I mean, otherwise, you know, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to lose attraction and I don't think you really want that. Just like I'm not going to come crying to you when my boss yells at me. That's a man problem and a man deals with his problems himself. Certainly, and this again requires another podcast episode, you can talk to your woman about your problems, but generally speaking, you should not cry to your woman about your problems. That's what you do to your coach, to your psychologist, to your mentors, etc. When possible, you don't want to show weakness in front of a woman. That's just rule number one when it comes to girls. All right, when a chick tries to get you to sell yourself to her, do you think you should do it? If she says to you, why should I date you? Why are you better than other dudes? If you guys have listened to my episodes for any amount of time, you know absolutely you never sell yourself to a woman. Okay, when I get a guy who writes me, and this happens sometimes, he's like, hey, Mark, um, you know, I'm looking at different coaches, buddy, and I want to know what makes you better than other coaches. Why should I work with you? What do you guys think I say? 
I say you shouldn't. Beat it. Go work with those other coaches. If you have to ask that question, I'm not the right coach for you. So kick rocks with your head down. I don't want to work with you. Now, why do I do that? Because I know my value. I honestly think, boys, and I know this may sound arrogant, I honestly think I'm the best fucking seduction coach that ever walked this earth. Now, I'm not saying that other seduction coaches aren't awesome. They most certainly are, but I'm fucking number one. So when people are saying, hey, sell yourself to me, I don't really believe that NLP works. Can you go ahead and send me some evidence about why it works? No, beat it. Kick rocks with your head down. I don't want to work with you anyway. Because I want dudes who are completely sure that I'm the right coach for them because those are the guys who are going to get results with my teachings. And I have a fucking waiting list. I have a lot of guys who want to work with me, so I'm not thirsty. And this is what you have to communicate to women. If she's like, why should I date you over Brian? You're like, you shouldn't. Brian's a legend. Go date him. Beat it. And then fucking go talk to four other chicks and forget about this chick. And what's going to happen? Suddenly, Brian looks way less attractive to her, doesn't he? And suddenly, you look like the goddamn champion because why would he kick me to the curb so quickly? Why would he say to go date that other dude? Why is he so secure in himself? And oh, I checked his Instagram. What's with all these girls in his life? Well, it's the same thing with me as a coach. I'm like, yo, I got a fucking line wrapped around the corner of dudes who want to work with me. So when I get a guy who's like trying to make me dance for him and like sell myself to him, I'm like, no, I'm not going to fucking bother because I know my worth. And that's what you guys have to do when a girl asks you to sell yourself to her. And if she straight asks that, then say a bunch of stuff about you that's like horrible. She's like, why should I date you over Brian? You'd be like, are you kidding me? You absolutely should not date me. First of all, I fart relentlessly when I sleep. It's like a goddamn tugboat, dude. It's like all night long. I have horrible breath in the morning. I'm a horrible kisser. I do the jackhammer tongue maneuver. My dick's got this bend in it where it's almost like a U-turn sign. So it's absolutely painful having sex with me. And my massages, I think, is just like punching a person in the back. That's my version of massage. You should definitely go date Brian. Now, as you're saying this, she's laughing and she knows you're so secure in yourself that you don't even need to sell yourself because you're a goddamn champion. And you're probably dating four other girls. And this goes back to my golden rule of seduction. Ask yourself, anytime a girl does something, ask yourself, what would I do if I was dating four chicks? Right there's the answer. All right, next one is fence sitters. I've actually done a dedicated podcast episode on this, but I'll say it briefly here. What do you do when a girl's kind of ho-hum, she doesn't really want to hang out, she's kind of pushing you away, lackluster responses to your text? What do you do? Do you chase her more? Do you try to sell yourself to her? Do you try to convince her? Well, after my tirade in today's episode, you know the answer. No, you pull back. You ask yourself, what would I do if I was dating four girls? Would I respond to this lackluster text? No. Would I try to convince her to come out with me? No. Would I try to sell myself to her? No. I will do the opposite. I will pull back and I will say to her in a way that is sub-communicated, listen, girl, if you don't see the value in me, I don't want to talk to you anyway. Then what's going to happen, boys? She's going to see the value in you and she's gonna come running back when you pull back. All right, the next one is, what do you do when she talks about dating other dudes? Obviously, you are unaffected by it. You may, depending on the circumstance, this really depends, so I'm reluctant to talk about this on this episode because it totally depends on the situation, but what you'd be wise to do is say, hey, that's awesome, good job for you. He sounds like a champion. He, he drives a Porsche, dude, that's awesome. Can I come on your next date? That sounds so cool. Man, he sounds amazing. You should definitely be with that dude, okay? Unaffected and or in a very calibrated way, you can tell her that kind of turns you off a little bit when she talks about other dudes, which I don't know about you guys, but when a girl talks about other dudes, it makes my penis as limp 
as a dead guy's penis in the morgue, dude. That thing has no pop in its giddy up whatsoever. I fucking hate it when chicks are talking about other dudes, when they're flirting with other dudes in front of me. It really bothers me. It doesn't bother me because I'm insecure. It just makes me feel like gross. Like, is she is she hooking up with that dude too? It just grosses me out. And I think this is an anthropological phenomenon that happens to men because you don't want the potentiality of somebody else's seed impregnating her. Like we're looking at this fully from just a anthropological kind of perspective. The reason why it turns us off when girls date lots of dudes is because the chances of us being successful when procreating with her go down. So I don't hold it against you that you're kind of disgusted by it, but you would be wise to be unaffected by it and actually kind of think it's entertaining. In the beginning, if she keeps pressing it, then I would say in a very calibrated, non-confrontational, non-reactive, non-negative way that you kind of get turned off when she talks about other dudes. And what I'll do is I'll be like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I'm dating a girl and I'll talk about other girls too. So she's gonna talk about other dudes she's dating, which in my opinion is a horrible move for a female to do. She should never do that because it just turns us off and makes her like so much less attractive. If she does it, she's socially miscalibrated. You may even wanna tell her that, but you're unaffected and or you say it turns you off and or you talk about other girls you've dated but usually two wrongs don't make a right. So straight up boys nowadays, now that I'm in my old age and I've had so much experience, I'll straight tell her, I'll be like, dude, that's gross. Like, why, why, are, you, why are you telling me about that? Straight up, why? Why'd you just say that? And I'll question her. I'll control the frame on her. She can't fuck with my frame. And I'll control the frame and I'll be like, why are you talking about that? And then she's gonna be like, oh shit, like, oh God, what do I do here? And then she knows that that behavior is not conducive to getting you more attracted to her. So why is she doing it? She's trying to make you jealous so you like her more. She's trying to show her worth so that you're more attracted to her. No, 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 no. It has the opposite effect and you're allowed to let her know. But boys, I cannot stress this enough. You can't be reactive. You can't be angry. You have to be completely on your inner balance point and just questions. Be like, why would you say that? Why would you bring that up right now? I know you're dating other dudes. It's no big deal. In fact, they kind of sound like champions and I think you should be with them. And I'm going to be honest with you, Kelly, I'm talking to other girls too, but I wouldn't really bring that up in front of you. So I'm kind of curious, what's your perspective here? Why would you bring that up? And I'll straight put an uncomfortable moment into the conversation, letting her know that that behavior does not stand. All right, boys, we're getting into the late 20 minutes here. So I'll go ahead and wrap this up. What do you do now that it's Valentine's day and you're like kind of dating a girl or your boyfriend or girlfriend with a girl and like, what do you do? Do you buy her flowers? Do you get her chocolates? Do you take her to a nice dinner? Well, here's my thing about it, okay? First of all, it completely depends where you're at with this girl. So we're just gonna kind of break it down into a couple different possibilities. First possibility, you're dating her very casually. You know, if it's under, I don't know, a month, I wouldn't really do anything unless she like brings it up. Oh God, it's such a fucking sticky situation, isn't it? God damn it. This is really hard. Okay. So generally speaking, but it, it does depend. If you guys haven't been dating very long, just don't do anything. Just pretend like it's no big whoop. If you guys have been dating for like a month or over and you're ah, so hard, you know that you're kind of exclusively dating each other, then yeah, maybe you hang out and you get her some flowers. If you are a boyfriend or girlfriend with her, or for God's sake, she's your wife, buy her some fucking flowers, bro. Don't be an idiot. Can't believe what an idiot, such an idiot. Don't make that mistake, man. Don't get me so pissed off. I hit you upside the head and your toupee blows off when the concussion hits. Be smart. Buy that girl some flowers. Yes, it's a contrived, 
Hallmark created holidays so that flower companies and card companies can make more money, but just do it. Girls really appreciate it. They want to get flowers, but unless I have something going exclusive with the girl, I'm not doing anything. And if she brings it up, you just kind of have to handle it by a case by case basis. And this is the night when many women are going to be like, what are we? Are we together? Are you dating other girls? If you've listened to my podcast for any amount of time, you know how to handle that situation. If you don't, look it up. I have a designated episode about what to do when a girl asks to be your girlfriend or what to do when she says, what are we? So I do talk about that in other episodes. But, you know, we always want to work within the 8100 rule, which states that you give her 80% of what she's giving you. Now, I talked about this in my previous episode about how to get a girl to chase you, how to get a girl to work for you. So listen to that one as well. As long as you're working within that 8100 rule, then you can get her flowers. You can get her chocolates. You can take her to a somewhat nice dinner, provided that you guys have some kind of label on your relationship and you're always, always working within that 8100 rule. All right, gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Once again, if you want to get on a call with me, because there's so many situations that you know, I don't know about when it pertains to you. There's so many issues you may have psychologically, traumas from your past, self-worth issues that you're dealing with that I simply don't know about and I can't cover comprehensively through this podcast. If you want to get on the phone with me and get some one-on-one -on -one coaching, a free one-on-one -on -one breakthrough session with the prerequisite that you are very interested in my three-month coaching program and you're willing to invest in yourself monetarily, then I want to meet you. Go to my website, coachmarksing.com. Click on coaching, fill in the application, press the big red bubbly button. That's extremely fun to press. I'll get your application and I'm going to hit you up. We're going to talk a little bit about what your goals are, kind of what your struggles are. If you have enough time to invest into this, if you really are committed to getting girls into your life, if you feel like a good fit for me and I feel like a good fit for you, we're going to meet on that one-on-one -on -one call talk about if I can realistically help you. And I will only invite you to the Brotherhood three-month comprehensive NLP-based dating program if I'm 100% sure I can help you, 100%. I have a 95% success rate when it comes to my clients who get to their goals with women. And we set your goals with women. When we first start working together, all my guys get there. Why? Because I tell them the exact timeline it's going to take. I make sure I get dudes who are going to do the work and I'm 100% positive I can reprogram their brain with my NLP magic neuro-linguistic programming so they feel like a goddamn 10 and they know that they are the prize just like Daniel, the guy whose testimonial I read in the beginning of this episode knows that he's the prize. So once again, go to my website, fill in that application and you and I will get on that one-on-one -on -one call together. All right, gentlemen, I got an awesome one dropping on Thursday, so stay tuned for that, and I will see you in the next episode.